What runs for the last? I was going to ask you straight off the bat, Dan. Oh, well, oh, come on. Nick. Nick, what are you doing? Well, last week or the week before was the fact that I played Pokemon and waited like 54 minutes until I told everyone that I tried Pokemon again, even though I built uh, it up a lot. You know what I yeah, mean? That's you true. know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm still fingering around with this mic as well, which is Great. probably not doing anything. I'm trying to get it in a good place, you know, Jay. I'm trying to get. There we go. That'll do. There How we are. You, Jay? I'm alright. Yeah. I'm excited. About this week's show? About tomorrow. <laughs> What's happening tomorrow, Jay? Tiny That's Tina's coming up tomorrow. Tiny Tina's coming out. TTW. TTW, yeah. Very exciting time. We stream I feel today. like. Um, I feel like a lot of games uh, uh, actually genuinely I would argue more games in spring this year than almost any spring before it has come out um, maybe 2017 competes with that but anyway a lot of games have come out this spring Jay and I'll talk about one later that I played but I feel like really we, me and you have been waiting for Tiny Tina as the kind of prime you know like oh okay our game's here now you know so it's quite nice to have it launch finally Everyone else seems to have got their fill of Kirby and Elden Ring and Dying Light 2 and all. Kirby's getting rubbish. really good reviews, by the way. I know, I saw. I've been hearing. I don't think I've seen it. a single one below nine. Are you interested in that? To a degree, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd buy it, but I'd. I'd definitely watch someone play through it. Interesting. Yeah, it looks fun. I feel like Nintendo games are much more. Apart from Pokemon, I'd say, I feel like Nintendo games are much more kind of, you know, you play them rather than watch them almost. Like, I feel like watching... Okay, that's not true, because I love watching Zelda speedruns. But I would struggle to watch someone play through Super Mario Odyssey rather than play it myself, personally. Uh, I guess so. I feel like there's going to be a bunch of streamers who are going to be playing Kirby. So it's not out yet, is it? Or is it? I don't know, mate. I guess it must be. I guess, well, either it comes out, like, know. around the same time as Tiny Tina. Which is odd because they're probably going to do not as good because of that. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it came out tomorrow because if that's the case, then that comes out with Tiny Tina with Ghostwire Tokyo as well. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about Ghostwire. Yeah, that's true. Did you see the reviews on that, Jay? I haven't. No, deliberately. I tend to. What I'll do is I'll I'll save the review video to my watch later just to remind myself that the game exists, and then I'll delete it once I not don't really give a you know anymore right okay so here's what i was going to ask you jay yep uh, i watched um angry joe do a video on babylon's fall last week oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 and i thought i thought you know what jay would love this game well i've i've definitely had my eye on it for like a while um but it's awful i mean it's like the graphics are like actually That's, bad but you you love bad games I do, yeah. No, I, I think I'll skip out on this one though. This is this is one of Square Enix's this is, this like is even below like this days. is below my standard, and my standards okay. are pretty low a lot of the time. No, 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 that's not what I meant. I just meant that the games you love end up being the games that a lot of other people. Yes, like. okay. That even it's even true with like TV shows and movies. Like most of the movies that I like, people hate, or like are widely <laughs> hated by like. Let's say there's like a a group of like a like a fandom. Yeah. Let's say there's ten movies in a fandom. And like the fifth one is terrible. It's probably my favorite one. Like that's yeah. yeah. Like Thor Dark World, right? Yes, I like Thor Dark World. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I probably good. I probably don't I like it probably for different reasons as to why other people may or may not like it. So okay. I don't know. I just think it's different. I just, um, um, I feel like most of why why I enjoy a lot of stuff is just like the not because I want to be devil's advocate, but I just so happen to become the devil's advocate just through chance. Sure, sure. You know, I feel like if I had another ache, like like you know how we have aliases. Like yeah, the night owl. I'm um, the Goldilocks gamer. I feel like right, I'd, well, right. I'm also the devil's advocate. It's just like, which also kind of plays advocate. into the whole Goldilocks thing because it's just like in the middle. Like there's no sort of like right or wrong or whatever, you know. Yeah. It's just that playing with the extremes. That, I would argue that the hyperbolicness or hyperbole Ooh, of the internet definitely, definitely makes the bad even worse. You know, like people despise FF13. It's like. Well, actually, let's be honest here, guys. Do they? A big fan base that probably really likes it, like me and Jay. I was actually thinking about this the other day. It might have even been yesterday. I was like, I think Final Fantasy Thirteen is my favorite game of all time. Wow. I think it is. I'd have to remind myself of what else I've played. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's my favorite game of all time. Wow, okay. What? No, I thought Street Fighter Four was. No. No? It doesn't even come close. Right. I may have played one more than the other, but yeah, it doesn't come close. Oh, okay. Right, I don't think right. Street Fighter so, yeah, 4 even breaks played. the top 10, like the top 20 or 30. Isn't that funny that one of your most played games doesn't t- break the top, you know, whatever? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. I need to make a definitive list. So bad. Well, don't worry. We need to do it time, at mate. some point, yeah. We've got time. The thing is, it changes, like, depending on the hour. <laughs> Dude, I, I think so. that with everything though, like I feel like favorite movies change all the time. Favorite TV, sh- well, okay, no, they don't for me, but favorite TV shows change all. The- you know what I mean? Like stuff changes. Yeah. All Plus, there's like all you know, there's always constant new releases, so it's kind of like, exactly. oh, should I add this to the repertoire? You know, the portfolio, exactly. whatever it might be. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Jay. Well, let's cool. go right in. Yeah. Everyone who hasn't realized already, this is a video game podcast with me, Nick, the Night Owl. Jay, the Goldilocks gamer, now Devil Advocate, Devil's Advocate, sorry. <laughs> and uh, we're really excited because a big game's coming out tomorrow. If you follow video games, it's called well, I mean, we're excited for it. I think it's a fairly big release. It's called Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Yes, AKA Borderlands off. 3.5. Yes, Jay. Yes, Jay. <laughs> it's not yes, four. Jay. It's not Borderlands four. It's not four. It's, it's not Borderlands. Four. It's the bridge. Well, actually, technically, it's Borderlands 2.5. Because the story, the story takes place in... right after two. Oh shit! I thought because it was, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but Tiny Tina was older in Borderlands Three, like a lot older. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's, course, yeah. I think she's thirteen in Borderlands Two, but I want to say she's either eighteen or slightly older in Borderlands Three. So there's like a five-year difference. But this happens directly I... after Borderlands Two. Oh, so this sounds like a genuine continuation of Assault on Dragon's Keep, then? It is. It's exactly that. Oh right, there you go. Yeah, there you go. So, um, so we're really excited. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about as well this week on the news, and I'm quite excited to talk to Jay about a game as Sweet. well. You so, were right about um, Kirby, by the way. That is coming out tomorrow. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I did, I didn't, same I didn't day, know, mate. I same day. Know. Yeah. Mental, mental day tomorrow, guys. I know. Mental day. We'll go Good to day. Tokyo. We've got Tiny Teen and we've got Kirby. So I'm actually thinking about spots, playing Ghostwire. If you said, you know, mention the game. But apparently there's some input lag on the game already, which is odd. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to put too many thoughts in your mind, Jay. But I haven't heard incredible things about it. I don't know. Yeah, I'll wait and see. 
we'll see where we are. I mean, that's again one of those games that I'll probably grab in a sale in about six to twelve months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully. To be fair, mate, I think that game's going to be heavy on sale soon. I really do. I really do. I don't know. We'll see. Right, I didn't see right, the review, well. so obviously I'll that will gauge <laughs> well, hey, where we're at. Do reviews even matter, right? Because Deathloop reviewed well, and that's on sale now. You know, True. So. I've, I've seen it for like half price for most of this year. <laughs> or, or you can beat Guardians of the Galaxy and just come on Game Pass. Yeah, like, oh, don't even. Dude, I'm pissed. You know. Buddy, uh... What's that? Godfall? It's coming to Buddy Xbox, isn't it? What, on Game Pass? I don't think it's on Game Pass, but it's coming to Xbox. It was supposed to come to Xbox August 2020. Wow. Or like August 2021, something like that. It was supposed to come out like a year ago, basically. Why did... What's taking so long? I don't know. Maybe they just didn't think that it was going to sell well or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, bought, you, I, bought you... on, I bought it on uh, on PlayStation, didn't I, about... Did well, sometime last year. No, I still haven't. It's like one of those ones like Outriders where I sort of started it and then never finished it. But I finished Outriders now, so I'll, I'll come back to it. Yeah, you did, you did. All right, Jay. Uh, why does Nick Fury wear an eye patch in the MCU? Uh, I hate this. I genuinely am pissed off with what they did with this. It's annoying. Oh, okay. I hate it. It's a but yes, I know. <laughs> it's a requirement of Shield. No. He was scratched by a flurkin. He doesn't wear an eye patch, or he likes the way it looks. B. It is Bloody flurkin. Oh, I hate it so much. So, what was the original? What's the original oh. thing? I don't know if we ever actually knew the original one. Oh right, it's a okay. good question. But so I think the reason why I hate flirking? it is because it was from Captain Marvel. Oh. And the flurkin is based from a, a more recent Captain Marvel comic that I just uh, despise. <laughs> oh, I didn't realise. So you see him lose his thing in Captain Marvel, do you? Yeah, I think so. I think you either so you don't see it you don't like see it happen I don't think I think you just sort of like you see the prelude the to it and then you sort of like hear a noise of him getting scratched and then you sort of like oh okay that's how he got his eyes scratched right in the nineties oh, Jesus both eyes open good good moment good moment yeah fair enough sorry I just interrupted you there James. I got it I'm glad that one was like a really obvious one annoyingly. <laughs> Yeah, now, I was like, oh, Jay might not know this. Really? Oh, come on. No, that's a good one. I like that. Fair play. Okay. All right, Jay, let's get right into it, dude. Yeah, Let's man. go straight to Pokey Pasture, because the other thing we want to talk about from your side... Oh, yeah, Jay, can you please take us to topic one screen? Um, The other thing that we want to talk about, or you want to talk about, I'm really eager to talk to you about. I so let's hit now. Pokey Pastures. Let's sure. hit Pokey Pastures. So um, Pokey Pastures, everyone, basically just Jay's weekly Pokemon update. Jay, if you... Say what you got to say, but I would like to start going back to Pokemon again because we started that and we didn't carry on. You know right. what I'm saying? So, yeah, well, where are you at with Sword and Shield? And then what? Oh, uh, so, I see. So, I think last time we talked about maybe Alpha, our experiences Sapphire. with. Yeah, no, well, actually, I think we just started at the first gen, right? You know what I mean? And sure, it sure, sure. Sort of went from there. But anyway, where are you up to on Sword and Shield? Yeah, I just I've just needed something to play up until Tiny Tina, so I've just started like a new story on on Sword and Shield, basically. Je <laughs> I don't know what it is about Pokemon games, but like the first half of Pokemon games is just so enjoyable. Just to like watch your Pokemon level up and evolve, mm -hmm. like early game is just fun to do. I've done so it like so. I've probably done it like 
just on Sword and Shield alone, I think I've got eight different playthroughs. And I have them all noted down. It actually might be worth showing you. Hang on. Oh, what? Of you just starting the game? So, hang on. I don't know if you can see this. For so, audio listeners, Jay's showing me the list on his phone. So, Pokemon Sword, and then each of the playthroughs for the sword, and like what that entails, and then Pokemon Shield, and then all four playthroughs. So, depending on. Oh my god. Yeah, so like my first ever playthrough is just says just fun, which is like my main playthrough. Very good. And then I've got another one that has like a bunch of Pokemon that are like specific to that run, and then another one, another one, another one, another one. So what I'll do is I'll check this oh. and be like, am I bored of that run? I'll just reset it and do another one. <laughs> so I think I might have actually wow. played through Pokemon Sword and Shield probably eight to twelve times. Over the last three right. or so years, Jay, that's a lot. Like, if you were, if you were like Nick, I've played through a game eight times. I would say, Jay, that's got to be one of your yeah. That's that's roughly that's roughly twenty five hours per playthrough. So that's two hundred and fifty, roughly two hundred and fifty hours just on Pokemon Sword and Shield. I feel like that would that I would consider that one your top like five slightly time. more, I guess, depending on how you put it. But yeah. That's a lot, <laughs> but I think it's because like, I, I whenever it's weird, I'll like play Sword and Shield a lot for like a month, and then I won't play it for like three or four months. I'll come back to it and be like, "Oh, this game's so good. Why am I not playing this?" And then I'll play it again. <laughs> that's currently where I'm at. I'm currently at the stage of like, "Oh, I forgot how good this game was." <laughs> it just looks you, good to um, me. I don't know. Can you see and hear me, by the way, dude? Because I feel like we're. Yeah. I think your laptop might be okay. It's actually it's actually its lowest CPU that I've had in a while. So. Oh, that's weird. Maybe it's my internet then. Hold on. Maybe I'm actually I'm sitting currently sitting at a, a comfortable eighteen to twenty CPU, and I'm, I, it's usually a lot higher than that. So. Okay, got you. Yeah, I'm all good Leave over here. Leave it with me. You are a little Sorry bit quiet, but that, that I don't know. Okay. Um. So yeah, so if you that just makes me think you love this game like top five if you've played it that much. You'd think so, wouldn't you? But I think it's just because it's the most recent one. It's also probably the best looking one, in quotes, you know. Right, right. I actually think it's. I think because it has so many new Pokemon in it, it's just fun to use new Pokemon. I get that. That's like another big thing. Better looking than Arceus or Arceus. I don't think so it's, no. but like they're similar. They're similar it's just like because uh, I've also been playing a lot of like the older ones like the uh, the sort of like uh, Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby type ones going from like that those graphics to these graphics is just like a big jump to me Yeah. in Pokemon yeah. so it's just nice to like experience it all like you forget how smooth and nice Pokemon Sword and Shield looks and it just it kind of just like it's almost like reading a book for the first time but I've done it 12 times now <laughs> So are there any that you haven't completed at all or finished even? Or, yeah, I've probably, uh, you know, out of the 12, I've probably completed seven. And then I'm probably either halfway or a little close, or I'm like close to the end on the other six or so. Five so or why so. not go back and finish one of the other ones? Yeah, uh, I'll usually just like, I'll, that's the thing, because Pokemon so easy to jump in and out of, I'll just get to the point where I get bored, and then I'll just start a new one if I want to start a new one. You know, I'll usually just like do a run where I use Pokemon that I haven't ever used before, just to sort of like get a feel for whether I like using that Pokemon or not. You know, sure. But I tend to each run I tend to have like some similar and some not the same, just to sort of like see what it's like. 
I don't know. Bit of it's almost like you know creating a new character with like a different build. So it's like just playing a different build essentially. Sure, sure, sure. No, I get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. So let's go back in Pokemon time, Jim. Yes, please. So I think last time we talked about this, you basically just explained to me the basics of we got a blue and a red. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry, a green and a red in Japan. Yeah. And then we got a blue and red everywhere else, basically. And then we got a yellow. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. And then they were all Game Boy Color. That's where Pokemon started. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is really quite recent when you think about it, isn't it? What do you mean? Well, for oh, such well, a uh, big... yeah, it was like 90, 96 was when the first game came out. But that, that, see, for such a big franchise, that's quite recent, isn't it? Uh, technically, I think me and Pokemon share roughly the same birthday. Ooh. I'm actually going to look that. Let me check when Red and Green came out. It so, came out in 96 in Japan. It was 20, 27th of February, 96. So I'm technically just slightly older than Pokemon, and you're just slightly younger than Pokemon. Okay. It's probably like somewhere in the middle between our, my birthday and yours, basically. Cool. But it didn't. It didn't actually come over to Europe until 1999. It came out three years later Whoa. in Europe. It was 98 in America, uh, and then 99 in in Europe. So most of Europe, like, it took them three years to ever experience the first Pokemon game. You know. Jay, do you know any reason why it is green? over there but then they turn it to blue in Europe and America um, that's a good question no <laughs> I don't know the reason why it would be cool that I mean I'll have to look into that but no, I no, think it fine. was um, maybe to do with the, the Pokemon right it was like uh, I think maybe um, Blastoise maybe was slightly more popular right so they just made the blue rather than the green um, what about yellow? Is yellow very much the definitive, like uh, emeralds, the definitive alpha and sapphire? Yeah, is yellow the yeah, definitive? yellow is okay. basically like uh, red and blue or red and green, but um, like the one that had slight tweaks to it to make it the best, I guess. And also because Pikachu became so popular, they sort of thought, right, we'll slap Pikachu on it, call it a new game, right. when really it's just like the same game, it's just the Pikachu version of it, essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember playing a lot of either red or blue um but ultimately i actually found the it's so weird isn't it i found alpha sapphire and not alpha sapphire sorry i found sapphire original and leaf green a lot lot better to look at and play than even red and blue even though they're not not that far apart from each other they're incredibly far apart what do you mean are they (laughs) they? but the first pokemon game didn't have color Right, right. That's it was just black and white. It was just black and white. But it was like playing, you know, one of them like really old Game Boy games. It was just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you not? Do you not know about Pokemon? Uh, Twitch plays Pokemon. No. So there's a thing where Twitch will set up like a bot to have it so Twitch chat controls the game. I think okay. they've, they've done it with Elden Ring recently. Uh, but basically, okay. like chat can type in left, up, down, right swing attack you know block uh, dodge all this kind of stuff and it'll sort of every couple of seconds there'll be like a vote like an like a algorithm that will take the vote of the most said thing in the last like second 
and it will do that action. And they, they did it with Pokemon a few years ago, and they went through the whole entirety, I think, of Pokemon Yellow or Pokemon Red or Blue, one of, one of the first ones. And it was like one of the biggest Pokemon things ever. And I think it actually really helped with the sales of Pokemon at the time. Because like so many people, like, like literally hundreds of thousands of people watched it. Wow. And I think since then, a bunch of memes have been created about like the, the names of the Pokemon and stuff. It's kind of insane. Dude, I am absolutely checking that out later. It's really cool. It's That's really cool, fun. Man. Yeah, it's really fun to That's watch cool. at the time. I, I, I didn't catch all of it, but I catch the majority of it, you know. Like the most important bits, like the beginning and the end, basically. <laughs> so what's your experience with the originals? Did you have a Game Boy Color and then did you play Yeah, I think I played Yellow. I don't think I played Red or Blue. Okay. Did you play it on the GBA props or... Um, no, I think I had a, a Game Boy Color. Yeah, like I have no idea where it is now. Could not tell you. But um... Dude, uh, Game Boy Color is, a, is an interesting one because because me and Al never had one. I always see it as quite a rare commodity, you know, like a all oh, Game Boy Color. Mm. But obviously, I guess it wasn't it wasn't even as good as the GBA. Thing is, the Game Boy Color like... obviously like wasn't the original Game Boy. It was one that came after, but it still played yeah. the original Game Boy games but they just weren't in color this time i think the only difference was it had this slight green tinge in the background right so it made it look like there was like a green color that was like it but (laughs) something like that at least anyway i'm trying to remember what the first game that was actually in color i don't i think it was ruby and sapphire i don't think uh gold and silver oh no it was yeah i'm not looking yeah gold and silver was in gold did you um did you play silver or gold at all i played crystal which is odd because you... the first, so the first two Pokemon they ever played were the definitive editions of both. So it was Yellow and Crystal. Nice, <laughs> nice. Which is really so do you odd. Have fond memories of Crystal because obviously I've I have no memories of that second generation, which I'm. Gen two about. is such a like, it's a bit of a mystical being when it comes to Pokemon fans because I think there's a general consensus that Gen two is one of the worst or one of the best gens there is. Like it was bad because I think. It had no Johto Pokemon in it, which was Gen 1 Pokemon or Gen 2 Pokemon, I can't even remember. Or it had like, right. none of the gym leaders had Johto Pokemon, which was like a big thing. It was like, why have a game set in Johto if you're not even going to use any of the Johto Pokemon? Um, and then I think because of Lugia, like Lugia was probably one of the most popular um, Pokemon at the time. So it's sort of like there's a game with Lugia in it. It's kind of insane, right? You know, like that kind of thing. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't. They, I, don't they, I really they, don't did, have. Did they, did they not originate? Did that Pokemon not originate in that game? Yeah, no, it did. Yeah. Oh right. So okay. from the game, it became like insanely popular, and then it sort of became like since then, it's become known as being right. oh the game that had Lugia in it. You know? Right. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. I'm actually like I have um, a, a Game Boy emulator on my laptop, and I can I've got Heart Gold and Soul Silver on here, so I'm like oh. tempted to like do a playthrough at some point. Oh my god! So I mean, that'll probably be one I... of the the other things I do at some point. You need to talk to me about that. Yeah, I've started no, it, but I need to. I need. I've like literally done like the first ten minutes again. I've just picked my starter and then like right, okay, that'll do, and then I'll just play it properly later. Fair. Yeah. Jack, are you okay if we move on to your second half of your topic? Sure. What was my second half? I can't remember now. Guys, well, I like this because I get surprised every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna set this up quick. I'm gonna hijack you, Jack. I'm gonna hijack please, you. Please, please do. Um. I had a certain impression of this game, Jay, and it was we ain't seen this game till 2023, which I stand by, and like I'll be excited about it when I see it, right? 
Hogwarts Legacy, Jay. Oh, that was the other part. Yeah, we so right after the podcast last week. Right, 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 right. Literally, like what an hour after we finished, or maybe like a half an hour after we finished. Yeah, I, was, I, I like messaged you saying, "Yo, the Hogwarts Legacy state of play, nine p.m. Are you watching?" You were like, "You were like, yeah, I'm in." So we both watched that. Um, we didn't really speak too much about it. We were like, you know, this game looks hype or whatever. But yeah, we've now got a release date, right? It's coming out holiday this year. It ain't coming out this year, Jay. You know what I mean? I think it is. I think it's been in development longer than we think. I think you're right. It looks pretty ready to me, honestly. Well, Jay, let's just let's just call a spade a spade here, right? <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna this is what I'm gonna say about this game, Jay, right? <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my god, this game looks amazing. And I, I agree, Jay. I was proven wrong. I think this game looks great and I I wanna buy it. My point to you, Jay. Why are we so fucking surprised that a single player, or seemingly single player, RPG set in the Harry Potter world looks Pre-Harry like Potter too, yeah. Well, pre-Harry Potter. It's like 1800s. Like, it frustrates awesome. me that it's taken this long to get a game like this, Jay, in the Harry Potter I world. think, you know what yeah, I mean? Harry Potter is one of those things where it needed the time taken yeah. on it to perfect it. I also, did you, I'm getting, obviously, we watched a set of play, right? The, the, the developers yeah. seemed extremely in and uh dedicated yeah, to yeah. making sure this game was as harry potter as possible basically 100 um, and they really like they've taken the time to get all the proper details in there and references and stuff so i think i think that's what it needed like warner brothers probably actually pro- like had an idea of a game like this probably for like over a decade and went yeah well nobody that we've talked to about making this game seems interested enough or like willing enough to be or even like fans enough to make a good enough game for us or maybe their ideas weren't good enough or maybe the technology wasn't quite there yet and I feel like because this new generation is out that the Warner Brothers probably went right as long as we release on next gen it's probably going to be good enough for our standards and as long as we have the right developer who will make a good enough game and we're happy with the, the direction they take it in then it'll be fine you know so I think that's why I think they, they 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 took their time, but it needed it because if had they released this kind of game 2016, like a sort of like you know previous gen sort of like half-assed thing, it just like it would have not done like it probably would have done fine, but I feel like it it has the chance to do better now than it would have done then. I think it would have been sort of almost pushed to the wayside, you know. It would yeah, have got no, lost in sense. the in the other amazing releases of the time. Lawson, yeah, no, that that makes sense. Um, I'll go on a bit of a rant later about licensed games and stuff, but I've got to say, Jay, uh, this game does look really good, and like you say, um, for me, if they, could, I think I text you right because we were both like, yeah, this game looks, this game looks dope. Yeah, and I got goosebumps. I was like, so like oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, bring them back the been... nostalgia. Yeah, it was like. It was like, Dude, oh wow, look, that's what a game's supposed the to. The best look like bit of the trailer was it. like the sorting hat and seeing the the dorm rooms. I was like, oh, oh my, all the, the common rooms. rooms. Oh my god! And this is the, I think this is actually the first time in Harry Potter like history we've seen the Hufflepuff um, common rooms. Room, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think we've, I think we've only ever seen Slytherin, Gryffindor, and potentially Ravenclaw. I'm not even sure if we did, but but I like how they, they talked think... about that in the thing that in the dev diary they yeah. were like they want to make it like feel like a hufflepuff place like hufflepuff are sort of known as being like the softest i guess or like they're almost like <laughs> almost like the sort of like the cutesy type house but it's kind of like you know what i'm sure they've got some sort of you know 
dark side thing going on, I'm sure. Yeah. Dude, you know what I'm going to be in. You know what I'm going to be in. Slytherin! Yes. Every day. Every time. What do you think I'm going to be in, Jay? Probably Gryffindor. Yeah. Like a loser. Gryffindor. 100%. 100%. Dude, mainstream. Uh, Jay, for me, it's all about sticking the land in here. I think the game looks great, but yeah. we've waited this long. Let's just get it nice and polished because, Jay, this game can absolutely sell over 10 million copies if they get it right. 110%. You know what I mean? 100%. I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to say it's going to sell between 6 and 8. I like first it. First week. I like it. For either weekend or first week, it'll be between 6 to 8. No. Did you... Did you think it... I thought it needed some polish from the trailer. Oh, yeah, 100%. It still needs that extra between now and then to be able to, like, finish some stuff off, 100%. But I think I think they've definitely, like, as you say, they've, they've, they've jumped. It's just all about getting the tricks in the air between now and then and then landing it properly, yeah. you know, if yeah, we want to yeah. use analogies between now and then. We need to see a couple more little tidbits here and there to sort of see yeah. how things are going, you know, release and... Yeah, and you know progress on the game, and then yeah, once once it comes out, I think because it's, it's holiday this year, right? So like holiday is always a bit of a interesting time to release Loose. a game. I always think if they say holiday, they mean December because they want as much time as possible. Yeah, I think December. I, yeah, I personally think it's going to launch March next year. Personally, yeah, that's actually a pretty good shout, if, to be honest. I'm just thinking they might want to release it around holiday because there's obviously going to be like changing seasons Huge. in the game, right? Yeah. So there's going to be like a Christmassy aspect to it at some point. So it's kind of like it makes sense to release it on an actual holiday. I don't. Didn't the Harry Potter films come out in November? Is that right? Is yeah, that they were all November right? releases. I remember going to yeah. see them for my birthday. Actually, I, th- I want. I actually might be lying. I think the last movie came out in July. Boom. Because I remember. Do you, I know the exact day I went to go see it. The last day of high school. Yeah. I yeah, saw yeah, it that yeah. day. I remember like we finished school and I was like, right, I'm off to the cinema. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going. That was it. I mean, oh, I think it was like July, like seventeenth or nineteenth or something like that. I don't know. Oh my god. Something like that. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Jay, what did you did you were you surprised by how good the game looked? Because I know you were pretty. Yeah, I was kind of like, I, there's definitely like, I'm so bad with this, but like, there's definitely like aspects where I'm like, that could have been better. Like that could have been different. I'd much rather that the story had been this kind of way rather than that kind of way. Like, there's, like, a, a a detail of, like, you're starting as, like, a fifth year. Yeah. And you're almost, like, a, like a, not, a, like, an exchange student, but you kind of are. You just sort of, like, appeared out of nowhere. Right. And you, like, you didn't start when you were ten. Like, that's just odd to me. So I'm kind of a bit annoyed that the game isn't just, like, create a character, start from year one, work your way to the end. Like, Sounds I would have loved to them to have made a trilogy of games... The first two games is year one and two. Second game is three and four. And then I think five and six. Is there a six years in Hogwarts? Seven, I think. No? Just six? Is I think there's six? six. And then the last game would be the last amount of years you were there. And then you'd, it would always be your character that saved. You could like save the game. And your save would transfer over to the next game. Like a massive That was my like ultimate thing in my head of like... I want it to be a Harry Potter RPG... You go through the entirety of Hogwarts, but the start of the game is you're at home and you receive your letter, and that's like the first thing that happens. Like your that's like the first mission. You have to go receive your letter, and maybe there's some sort of story about like you can choose like your backstory. Like you came from either a wealthy family, a Muggle family, a not so Muggle family, like a wizarding family, like a like a, a Weasley type family. Like you just can you just imagine that? How cool that would be to be able to have all that as like experience that as like a 
someone who grew up with Harry Potter, but instead we've been given like a one game and you're halfway through the school or maybe like three quarters of the way through the school time you're supposed to be there and you just, that's it. It's kind of like, oh, okay. And so they, did, they didn't go like the full route, but they went like the about as good as we're going to get, I guess, for now route. I'm I'm a little bit like annoyed at like they could have done more, but I think they're just this. This might yeah, I was gonna say this might just be a test. I would this would be good if this was like a test, and then later on they'll do one like in like the modern day where it'll be right. You are now a Hogwarts um, student, but you're ten years old in like 2025, right? Like the mod like let's say a game comes out in 2025. There's a Harry Potter game that is what I just said. Of there's three yeah. games that come out over the next ten years or so, and they're all these this trilogy of games where you start out, you know, one and two, three and four, five and six, or whatever. Like I feel like this is just part, like a, to see what the interest level is and how much they can actually make from a Harry Potter game. I think for that's sure, kind of where we're like, at right now. For sure, like I think they're like, okay, all right, we'll put our money to where our mouth is. We'll yeah. give them a lot of time, a lot of money, and we'll make this massive game, and we'll see how much it sells. Yeah, like. and let's say it sells like ten mil. I think we're almost guaranteed to get another one in the next five, oh, six sure. years. For sure, Jay. I want to make two quick points here because I know it's your topic. Um, well, you can say one, what you want. <laughs> one, um, I've forgotten that point. Pog. Going to go to the other point. One. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the point. Um, first <laughs> of all, why? I think I already said this last week, or I already said this to Probably, you. Probably, right? yeah. Why is it taking so long to make games that we really want to play? Like, oh, the, the Hogwarts Legacy looks great. Spider Man on PS4 sold really well. It's like, it, did. it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what sort of games you want to play. It really doesn't. Oh, make a Lord of the Rings RPG. That'll sell well. Oh, uh, yeah. Obviously, because we want it. Second point. Sorry, did you want to say something? No, that's good. Keep going. No. Second point. Um, Jay, looking at a game like this and the game I'm going to talk about later, it really makes me think, Jay, that actually it's not me. It is the games industry because, like, because I keep thinking, like, oh, because I can tell you, right? I'm like, I don't really care about multiplayer games as much anymore, and I don't care about all these games like Outriders and For Honor and Rainbow Six Siege and all of these different types of games, right? I just don't care about them. Oh, okay. And I keep thinking, or I kept thinking, it was me. It's not me, Jay. It's the games, bro. It is a hundred percent the games. Like when I see a live service game or whatever, I'm like, what's the point? Everything's so spread out and thin and wafer pointless and like cod multiplayer the reason i don't play it is because there's like 15 prestiges 65 ranks and bare loads of microtransactions and i just want to play a game which i buy or play on game pass and i finish it in 30 to 50 hours and it's a fulfilling experience and i really liked it you okay know what i mean okay um i guess that the the comparison i can make is that these sort of like games of service like what you say is like thin, you know, spread out games. It's almost like the fast food of the gaming industry, right? Like it's quick, it's easy, but you kind of feel a bit gross after you've done it, right? <laughs> and then, and you know it's not good for you. Like ultimately, it will destroy your mind. Um, but it's it's good on the short term, you know, it's just fine. And then like you said, like these sort of like really well made, thought out, amazing stories, amazing gameplay, like 10 out of 10 games are always going to be so much more fulfilling but something that lasts that long isn't always going to be like the sort of like the thin spread out fast food stuff 
isn't going to like feel good ultimately. But the, the shorter something is, when it's got good like good quality, but a small amount of it, like everything in moderation, is going to be more fulfilling because you know it's going to like it's going to feel good for that short amount of time. But if you if you had that all the time, it wouldn't be special anymore, right? So I feel like that's kind of like what that is about. Like a Final Fantasy, you're going to get one. I don't know what, like every six years or so, maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. somewhere around that ballpark, and that's part of the reason why it's so special is because you're not going to get it all the time. And then when it does come back, it's had so much time to gestate and like have all this care taken of it, and it's kind of like you know it's been taken care of, you know it's been looked after and made with like such care and love and passion that it's just it's going to be amazing. But like they can spew out these really quick kind of like you know service games and it's kind of like you know there wasn't much i mean there was probably a fair amount of care taken with it because you need enough you need a certain amount to make a game um but there probably wasn't as much as what there would have been had it been a final fantasy or a god of war or last of us or any of this kind of stuff you know so it's kind of you know pick your poison at this point but i i like both i like a bit of fast food i like i like a good you know hearty healthy dinner you know it's kind of right. you know it's whatever you're in the mood for i'm not i'm not necessarily like going to shame someone for just wanting to have the fast food of the gaming industry all the time it's up to them oh, you know? no. I, yeah no for sure and i think you had a really well because like, every, every game has its merit every game is still art you know to some degree doesn't okay, really matter it's you know it's 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 much like art in the sense that um, once it's out of the developer's hands, it sort of like becomes the the player's, you know, opinion. It becomes their plaything. It becomes what they mould it in their mind to become. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's special to them or it's not special to them. It's for it's for the the player to decide how they interact with it. You know. There's obviously for like sure. a lot of development that goes into like making sure that the player feels every player feels a certain way in certain parts of the game. But that's just like good development at that point. You know. Being able to mould how the player feels about certain things. So yeah, rant over, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, I mean, <laughs> that's just a bit of observational, observational stuff going on there. I yeah. feel like we've spoken about that before, but maybe not in as such detail. I don't know. Agreed, agreed. And like you say, Jay, I wouldn't necessarily shame someone for no. you know playing your your whatevers, but for me. Do you know what? I almost, I just, I sometimes I just get a bit of a starvation of. Yeah. I forget well, how good uh... <laughs> those things are because, like, when I play a game, like, probably a bit like Wonderlands, I and mean, then maybe I try and play a game like Cyberpunk, I'm like, oh, I haven't tasted this in so long, you know? I feel like another good comparison then is that the, these sort of service games is like a really salty fast food, and like good games are just like a really tall glass of freezing cold water. It's kind of like, oh, you know, right. get get all that salt out of my mouth and my system, you know. So it's right. just it, it cleanses the palate, you know. Just refreshing just and bit... exactly what you need. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a bit sad that it, it. I'm sure it's just my perception, but it just sometimes feels that there's so there's more salty foods than there is glass waters, and obviously it yeah. needs to be the other way around. You know what I mean? I feel like if you look hard enough, there's probably a good fifty-fifty. It just uh, again, like not every good game you think is going to be good. Like True. I think on a like a uh, like a what do you call it a subjective way of looking at the good games, like you know half of them probably are the best. It's just that you, it might not be your cup of tea, you know. 
might not be your bag. Like I'm sure there's so many, like I'm sure there's so many games that you think are like ten out of ten, but to me they're like a seven or an eight. Yeah. And and vice versa. There's probably so many games that I think are the best games ever that you just like like Vampire or something. You know, like I know it's amazing yeah. to me, but to you you might not be first. Yeah. To each their own. You know, whatever floats your boat. And with that, Jay, please take us to the news for okay. the week. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. In true uh, TGA fashion, Jay put all the news stories on this. Week, I did. I, I knew that I might as well because... go through them and be like, Nick's going to want to talk about all this stuff anyway. So it's, it's true. It's true. Oh, yeah. It's true, guys. There's no, there's no true. point in divvying it up. It might as well be one of us do it, and then we'll just both talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right, guys. So um, first up, Jay, we've got a couple of stories about CD Projekt Red. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I believe this comes from Eurogamer because they. Uh, confirmed it with them or spoke to them. Yeah. So this comes from Robert Purchase uh, over at Eurogamer saying that CD Projekt Red has confirmed that the medallion in the picture teasing the new Witcher game does indeed resemble a Lynx. What the fuck? I just yeah, it's not the cat or the wolf. Depends on which one you're talking about. Oh, so just long, long way of saying right that they're working on a Witcher game, right? Yeah, there isn't isn't uh, Geralt, I imagine. They confirmed oh. that it's a new school. It's a new Witcher school, oh, which means new characters. No more Geralt. No more the usual lot of people. No more tests. It's just all new, whole new Witcher. I think it's probably a good idea, actually. Yeah, 100%. What do you but think, Jay? What do you think? I have a feeling I know what they're going to do with it. I mean, it depends on how, how progressive CD Projekt Red are feeling at the time. With aggressive, with no progressive, oh, <laughs> progressive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not sure how. Like, CD Projekt Red have a bit of a uh, a rocky uh, history when it comes to like inclusion and diversity, I guess. So I'm not sure exactly whether they're going to go full tilt one way or full tilt the other or half and half. I'm not sure. Because whenever I think like new IP nowadays, when it comes to like. Um, game devs or filmmakers that are like making a new thing it's almost like at this point the the first thing that most of these people think about is right how many not white people can we include in this project that's kind of like where I, well, I feel like where they're sort of going with a lot of this stuff not to get too political <laughs> no no you're fine but you're fine, i feel like that's, that, that's that definitely must be one of the things that's brought up in like the meetings right it's kind of like, well, you think? I think I genuinely I think, think it is. I think it depends of... on the company, obviously, but I think definitely in Disney, it's probably one of the first things they talk about. For sure, for sure. But we don't like to get too political. Too no, that's about I, as far get... as I'm going to go with it. I'm not but saying that's a good saying... or a bad thing. I'm just saying it's a possibility. That's what they talk about. I get what you're saying. Given and, prior and evidence, without doubt, a lot of game <laughs> developers are seemingly. Uh, yeah, trying to appease about a group uniform. of ten thousand people that don't play games. <laughs> um, on this, on this, Jay, um, appreciate you putting it on, and I yeah. heard about it. For yeah, me, I, I put this up for you because I thought this would definitely up, you know, up your alley, oh, and it actually makes it. me kind of want to play Witcher at some point. But <laughs> ultimately, I think it's a fantastic idea to step away from Geralt and that because look, let's be yeah, honest, it's been you can't a long be Witcher time, 3 and and you you just leave it. Second thing is we ain't seen this game to 2028, so that's all I've got yep, to say about Yeah, maybe that. even later, like 2029, 2020, 2030. 2030, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and if they also... really want to go like the large, I reckon they've probably, I mean, 
They can't have started development on this yet, no? I think they have, yeah. Or maybe they have. Maybe they've given up on... I mean, it depends on what team is working on Cyberpunk. Well, I don't think it takes a team of 500 to do patches for Cyberpunk. No, that's true. They've probably, like, put their... They're like dedicated cyberpunk developers I mean, on it, teams. you know. Yeah, yeah. They've probably got so, all. They've um, probably got the rest of like. The, they've probably got like the ninety-five percent like amazing people working on the new Witcher, and the five percent who are like, oh, I'll, I'll keep working on cyberpunk just to sort of finish that off, you know. So <laughs> we also had Jason Slammer, who on Twitter seems to have announced that he's leading or that he's the game director for this new game. Oh, what's uh, he, he done before? To, he responded to. Oh, he directed Gwent, which is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I actually game. like Gwent. Gwent's fun. So, um, he responded to a Twitter user, yes. uh, basically saying that The Witcher Four promises no. Sorry, he promised no crunch on his watch or on my watch. Quote. They said that about Cyberpunk, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a similar sort of thing that came out around the time that Cyberpunk was first releasing about how I think it was I think it was like a couple months before Cyberpunk came out. It it was on its like second or third delay because we were supposed to get it I think middle of 2020, but we didn't get it till the end. And I think right in the middle they they released like one of those yellow things that they always do, right? Yeah. And it says it said something about we're gonna make sure there's no crunch on this. Even though we're delayed, we'll make sure there's no crunch. And then it came out like a month or two after the release. There was a bunch of crunch, and everyone was like pissed about it. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. But I mean, you know, they say one thing and do another. That's just like you know, behind closed doors and all that. Next up, Jay. Uh, <laughs> just, just, good... yeah. Bye. <laughs> oh no, sorry. Like, I didn't have anything else to say. So I just, no, that's you fine. Know what I mean? That's fine. I understand. It's true. I, I, just, I, 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 I don't know I, I how, don't how want... like whether I care too much about crunch. Like, I get that obviously like it affects employees a lot. Like I'd yeah. rather that just crunch wasn't even a thing. It just make, it doesn't really make sense that it's even a thing at this point. Like to me, it just, it's just like big fat cats being like, "Where's my money?" And then the comp, then like there's a guy below them who's like, "Right, I'll make sure you get your money." And then a guy below below that who's like, "I need to make sure that I make these people work super hard so this person can get their money and that person can get their money." And then it affects the morale of the entire team. And then it's kind of like, oh crap, this is like inhumane and we shouldn't really be doing this for people. So I, I think, think yes, it really... shouldn't be a thing. Obviously, it shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> I think it's really, really, really complex because oh, what you just yeah. said, I don't think uh, should exist. No. But I ever. also think that people shouldn't be not allowed to work extra hours on a creative project. If they want to, yeah. Project. I think if it's their choice. Like, I think if it'd be good if the. The, one of these guys it, above would be like, right, you have the choice to do crunch. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Because I think the the big incentive about yeah. crunch on Cyberpunk was they got paid so much more than they usually do. Yeah, yeah Like yeah. more than double than they usually do. So yeah. they took that and went, right, I'm going to be making money right now. And they just stayed on for like 22 hours out of the day. And it was like, okay, I'll do that. I'll happily do that. I have no life at home anyway, so I'll just do that. You know, it's kind of like, if you have the yeah. choice, it's fine. But if you don't, then yeah. No, don't yeah, work and there also, anymore. Like, it's really difficult because like I've never worked with a game developer, no, so I no, can we you know, know, know the environment. Know. But no, no. as someone who doesn't work core hours nine to five strictly, um, I'm not against that culture. I guess of sure. Like depending again, depending on whether you're forced to or not. I guess. Yeah, if you're forced, it shouldn't happen. But if you're given the choice, you know, then it's whatever. It's your choice. It's up to you. Next up, Jay. Um, also, I don't like sometimes like i don't want to always cut you off on your point you know what i mean so sometimes i don't mind moving on because i'm like okay jay said the point i'll move you know what i mean because i feel like i'm undermining you or no. not undermining you but i want you to have the impact of the last sentence somehow, okay you know i understood I mean? understood that was great right, i like that up, 
Um, good news from my side, unsurprising news. Basically, uh, the game director of Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, yes. has confirmed on Twitter that the game will be delayed to spring 2023. <laughs> Called it. You did. So, I remember uh, you specifically said 2023. I remember you saying. Dude, I think this is good because. Oh, oh of course um, it's good. Any delay is amazing most of the time. For sure. And I still think this game looks super strong. Yeah. Jay, if this gets any more. If this gets delayed to the end of 2023, I'm going to have a cyberpunk effect when I'm going to go, so, okay, guys, you've had like seven years now. I think <laughs> it's about time. You know, it's what was the original for release for this game? Do we know? I think it was like October 2022, oh, I think. I think so, mate. So yeah, October, November that. time. And then I think they haven't specified about 2023, but I have a feeling it'll probably be like, much like you said. It'll be sort of like a March, maybe. March, April. That was, for, that was for Hogwarts. Yeah, but I feel like they'll do a similar thing with this. Like it'll come around. It'll probably. It might even be like a late February release. Uh, the problem is, Jay. Whenever a company says spring, I think I immediately think June. Because again, I'm yeah. thinking the latest uh, yeah, possible yeah, yeah. month. Basically, the last uh, possible, yeah. like June twentieth. Right. <laughs> right exactly. Like the last, the last day before summer <laughs> ends or summer starts. Even. Yeah. Right. Right. Hundred percent. Right, right. I get. It. I understand. So you're but thinking it'll you're be right. more of a June release, will you? Do you know what I do, Jay? And I'll tell you for why. Um, I'm pretty sure one of the Arkham games, if not two, like if not a few of them, have released in that window. In in, uh, in that okay. summer window, I think Arkham Knight might have even released in that window. Truth be told. Okay. Um, but I agree with you, Jay. I think a March. I think a February could be good. I think an April could be great as well. I don't know what it is about like June, July releases, but a lot of the time they seem to get lost. E3, bro. E3. Ah, yeah, that's why. It's because there's a bunch of like, uh, like, uh, yeah, stuff. new stuff being announced. So people are like, I don't care about this new release. I'm just going to talk about this, you know, thing that's going to be coming out next year, kind of thing. Literally, but I think the only game not. that's done well on a July release is like Ghost of Tsushima, right? Dude, yeah, for sure. July 19th, I think that came out. For sure. Yeah, that did really, really well. But yeah, sort of that like. That May, June, July sort of release. They seem to, they, like middle of the year tends to get lost in a lot of bunch of stuff. So, like everything at the beginning of the year and everything at the end of the year is like the like uh, game awards and stuff, and then everything in the middle sort of is like somewhat forgotten about. That's really odd. Jake, can we just because you just said Ghost, it just reminded me of FF7 remake. Can we just take two seconds just to recognize how good that game is? Because I can't. Quite Which one, Ghost or Final Fantasy Seven remake? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I, I always forget that you've played that game. It's just like to me, it doesn't really like. I know, like to me, you don't seem like much of a Final Fantasy guy. Like I know you are, but I just have to remind myself that you've played all the Final Fantasies, much like I have. Well, uh, well, the ones you have, I haven't. Yeah, played you know what I mean. Like, like when yeah, I think yeah. of you, I think of you as like a Halo guy, a Witcher guy, a right. Gears guy, Assassin's, uh, Creed. Assassin's Creed guy, a Horizon guy. But when I think of me, I think of like Final Fantasy. Pokemon. Tales. Pokemon. What was what was that one you said? Tales. Ta oh Tales yeah. So I think of I basically just think of like JRPGs or just RPGs in general. You know. So yeah, for sure. I just have to remind myself that you've played them. But yes, so Final Fantasy VII remake. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've still got to play the bloody DLC yeah, or the bridge, whatever you want to call it. Oh, bro. Oh, we'll talk about it on the show when you do. Yeah, Wait, I'll did get we do there. a special for that? No. Did we, did we... we did a special for the original to? game, but we didn't do we didn't do the DLC or anything. Maybe I, I think I talked about it. Anyway, Maybe, well, well, you yeah. can cover that when you play it. Yeah. Last up, Jay. 
Uh, this comes from... Sorry, guys. I'm just checking. Right, okay, so it, it comes from IGN, Adam Bankhurst, who looked at Humanoid Studios' website. So Mass Effect co-creator Casey Hudson uh, has a new studio and is apparently working on a all-new science fiction universe. Jay. Yeah. I'm always interested cool. when I hear new IP or previous game dev or game director from this thing that made this critically acclaimed game has now started a new studio. It always gives me a little bit of hope of kind of like, oh, you know, the underdog story or like the the from beginnings type story. I'll always like hearing about when that happens. It's just I feel like I haven't seen the end of it, I don't think, that I can remember. I'm trying to remember, the only time I've ever seen the end of it, I guess, is, uh, is Death Stranding, right? Right. Like he started sort of like his own, uh, Kojima started his own uh, game company. And then within like four or five years, we had Death Stranding. So it's kind of like, oh, okay. You know, we saw the beginning, we saw the middle, we saw the end, we saw the good progression. It's just nice to follow that sometimes and to see where it's, where it's headed. It's just nice. To, it's just nice. <laughs> it is nice. My only, uh, as you say, Jay, my concern, of course, is... Oh, I'm really happy for you. I hope it goes well. Yeah. See your game in 2035. You know what I mean? Like that's. Or what... we won't see it at all because it'll have flopped. You know, like it'll just won't no, have made it out right. of the pre-development or you know whatever. Like right. it'll, it'll Not get. Not be negative. Or just, they'll run out know. of money, or you know, there'll be something. Right. There's, I think, making a game from like a small thing, like from a startup like that, you've probably got less than one percent chance of actually making that game. Like it's so minuscule. I mean, you can't you can't put a percentage on it, Jay. That just seems cool. no. But I feel like it's a lot lower than you think. Yeah, sure. Like the money has to be perfect. The morale of the game devs have to be perfect. The actual people you hire have to be perfect. The game direction, the, the people who you hire, like for for writing and uh, you know, like uh, what do they call it? Like uh... coders. No, like Programming? trying to figure out the market on what's what's going to be popular in three years, kind of thing. You know marketing yeah so like you know there's like like groups of they like hire groups of people to be like to like inform you about what's going to be trendy in three years yeah market research that kind of stuff yeah yeah, yeah, i feel like a lot of game developers have to do that they have to have some sort of meeting where they're like right our game's going to be not going to be coming up in four or five years are we still going to be relevant then is our idea for our game going to be relevant right and if it isn't then they might have to rethink about what they're going to do direction wise you know which kind of actually fascinates me. That they, you don't think about that a lot, but a lot of game developers have to be like, you know, is this going to do well in four or five years? We might this this zombie game might not be <laughs> might be a bit worn out by then. <laughs> so you know, like that kind of thing. It's, it's interesting to to see that there's probably quite, quite a few of these like ten out of ten games that probably went through that process and absolutely nailed it. It was like, oh, perfect, perfect timing. Just awesome. So yeah, I'm just interested to see where they're going to go with it. It kind of just seems like. So, what was the what was the idea for the game? Potentially, it was like a, it was like a like a space oh. thing. Uh, all new science fiction universe. Science fiction um, universe. I guess that's pretty vague, but. I think there was more detail, but truth be told, I have closed the page now. Yeah, don't worry about it. But it's from a guy who worked on Mass Effect, right? 
yeah casey hudson he was yeah. i think the project director or project lead of of of, of the mass effect trilogy if you will yeah. again jay another example of a trilogy of games which i i spoke to will about i was like mate we abused how good these were when they came out i don't think we realized how good they were because now we still look at them so fondly and ideally we'd have three or four of those types of trilogies but we don't jay you know what i mean i have a feeling that this guy will probably do a similar thing to what outer worlds did right, in that right, it's just right. a guy from bethesda was it or no a guy from uh bioware but Bio- no who was um the outer worlds devs were from obsidian obsidian that's what it is yeah so obsidian was like a subsect of bethesda right or it was like the people who worked on new vegas but they weren't part of bethesda Correct. Yeah, Correct. so I feel like Correct. this new thing is going to be a somewhat similar to that, where they're going to make a game that's basically Mass Effect, but isn't Mass Effect. I'm a little bit worried as to what they're going to do with it. Is it going to become another so, Outer to be world? fair, To be fair, bro, I think, I think you're spot on. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably... Fair. He's going to be like, well, it worked last time. <laughs> I imagine, um, like you say, Jay, because you, you don't want to say this, do you? Because you'd like to think that EA aren't that... Aren't that evil right oh but there we go evil corporations as... no if you think if you if they are as bad as you might think they are he probably has just gone all right i'll go make the single player sci-fi rpg that you won't let us make you know what I mean? oh yeah that's a point yeah that's true he was probably like i'm sick of this i just want to make this game and you're not letting us make it i'm gonna go make it myself yeah. screw you <laughs> yeah yeah it's actually probably a good thing so yeah i'm, I'm while, while i'm hopeful i'm also like looking at previous um things that have happened in similar uh similar veins and been like oh, okay well i guess we we could get excited but it might also not be that great so we'll see mm, sure. yeah we'll, we'll be talking about this in a couple of years i guess <laughs> we'll we'll get back Jake, to you on that one can you please take us to the second topic screen whereby yes. i'm very very excited to talk to you about a game i've been playing oh yeah i'm interested because uh, i haven't even looked at the doc so i won't even know what this is Oh my god. I don't know. I don't but before we do that, Jay, would you like to take us through some of the prep you're doing for Tiny Tina's Wonderland? Uh, sure, sure, sure. Tomorrow, we're pretty excited. We're... Yeah, so literally right before we started, you know, I, I was talking to you about um, I'm watching videos from a lot of Borderlands content creators who I've watched for many, many years now, probably close to a decade. Um, and they are very, very on it when it comes to releasing content that preps you very, very well for upcoming Borderlands games. Um, and they're obviously on the Wonderlands um, train, and they're already end game, you know, max level, all the best builds and gear and all this kind of stuff. And so I'm now sort of just watching those videos, deciding, you know, what kind of class I want to go for and what kind of gameplay um, experience I want to have. And I think I've got like a general idea, but I definitely still need to take another hour or so tonight to be like, right, I need to definitively make a choice. (laughs) I've got about three or four different choices in my head that I possibly could do. I just need to pick one, and then I'll have the other three that I just do at another time, you know. So I'm I'm more than likely going to have multiple playthroughs. So I I think your first class that you pick in the game is like hard stuck, like you can't change that one. But I think you can change your second class or your subclass at any point right that makes sense which to me sounds quite nice because i'd quite like that to, to be almost like a loadout system 
where you could like just have your classes already loaded out and just swap out your second second class when you wanted to or needed to. You know, that'd be fun if you could do that. I doubt you can, but that, I can imagine that's what they could add that later on. You know, that's so if you, you can gonna... change your second class. I'm not sure if you can, but. So are we'll you see. gonna um, do a playthrough for each class? Oh, sorry. Each no. So I think character. out of the six classes, I think you can. I think there's 36 different iterations of classes you can do. So technically no, but I definitely will be doing minimum two playthroughs. I think. They'll definitely well, we're be doing like together, aren't we? we yeah. Like so yeah, exactly. Right? I'm gonna be doing like my main one, and then we're gonna be doing a co-op one. Yeah, yeah. At yeah, some yeah. point, yeah, and I, I kind of hope that your main one or your co-op one will be different to our, or yeah, your main one will be your thing, and then the co-op one will be a different to your main one. Like oh, it'll be sure. like to test yeah. out a new, a new build kind of thing, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But I'm not very good. If you were like Nick, I want you to be this because no, I wouldn't make you do build, anything. You know, like, if we, we, if we just ha just so happen to be the same build on our co-op playthrough, I don't think it would matter. We're still gonna like get to the end game, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that's a point actually, Jay. We we do need to be a bit wary, don't we? Because um, the Borderlands Three end game was was really really good, especially with the mayhem stuff. But obviously, Borderlands Two, we both know, is fucking broken end game. It's awful. So yeah, it's, it's awful. I'm just a little bit, you know. I just want to make sure that you can <laughs> we can still play. From the what end I've game. seen already of my very small amount of prep for this game, the end game looks. Closer to Borderlands 3 than Borderlands 2, but definitely somewhere in the middle. Right, okay. I think there'll be a lot of patches between now and then. What, you don't think it's polished after being no, 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 no. I, like a month? I don't think you... I think you've forgotten what a, a release of a Borderlands game is like. <laughs> what happens in like the first month of a Borderlands game is there's a bunch of hotfixes of like, right, this thing's broken, we need to balance it and get it all sorted out. But I think they did that a lot in Borderlands 3... But I think they they definitely um, said that they want to do that less and that they want to just keep the game broken in some instances. But I'm, I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll just try and fix as much as they possibly can. Because there already is a game-breaking build that people are like, yep, this is the best thing in the game currently. So do that. If you, if you want to, like... I've, I've, I've genuinely watched them kill the toughest boss in the game in less than three seconds. Like, I've just seen the health bar just go, D -d 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 -d, and then that's it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's exactly what I want my Borderlands experience to be, just to be able to kill that end boss in like a couple of seconds. Oh, but Jay, there's no challenge, bro. Yeah, no I know, challenge. but that's just fun to do. It's like it's, you feel powerful, and then obviously if I want to no, make it, sure. thing is that's like obviously probably like on like an easier mode. But if you want to be like super challenging and get better loot, then you, yes, it'd be a more, it'd be the same right, fight right, but right. just longer, you know. Right, right, right. So tell the people, Jay. So you've got next week off, right? So Jay's gonna. Yeah. Have... So originally yeah. I was supposed to have the week after next off. But through uh, circumstances that have happened at work, I've been able to have next week off instead. Um, luckily for me, that means I get nine—I get nine days and ten nights of continuous wow. Wonderlands play. So I get Friday night, I get okay. Saturday day and night, Sunday day and night, so on until the next Sunday day and night. So I get yeah, ten nights, nine days, oh my which God. is uh, roughly ninety hours. Because I will be playing ten hours a day. Oh my god! And that's what a guarantee. Oh. Ding. <laughs> uh, what Ding. I'm most jealous about, I think, is I can't. I don't know if I've told you this, Jay, but um, through throughout my my 
gaming career. Oh, I, I like this. Ooh. Um, I have, <laughs> I have bought games at launch, right? Yes, we all have. We've um, all made that mistake before. <laughs> and uh, by the way, me and Jay both pre-ordered this, so FYI. Oh, I'm and, so glad um, you have. It's so cool. I have. I've, I know, I've it's made so the leap cool. of faith once every few years. I mean, you know, um, it's, it's, it's Borderlands, man. You know, kind of at this point. Well, actually, I know, I know, I know. Um, actually, it does relate to the game I'm going to talk to you in a sec. But okay. What I'm trying to say is yes. um, I really like getting a game or playing a game when it first comes out and then completing it. And then like it's almost like it you just deal with it as soon as it comes up. You know what I mean? Mm. And like, like there's no like, sort of like, like too much prep you have to do necessarily. Like a lot of it is like it it kinda like I feel like playing a game day one almost rides that line between having some prep and knowing barely anything so that everything is new and fresh and is like more of a challenge right. or more fun like you just you know it's like watching a tv show for the first time rather than being like hearing about someone describe it to you and then watching it right and yeah. also like it's it's like it's like you were, it's like when you watch breaking bad right and like yeah. you watched it i think you watched the last season like as it came out i did whereas like same day whereas like if you haven't watched it <laughs> Like whereas if you haven't watched it, you go to Netflix, you're like, oh, I really need to see all five seasons of Breaking Bad. But yeah. because we're playing Wonderlands when it comes out, like in three months' time, I won't, you know, I won't have it on my wish list being like, oh, I still need to play Wonderlands. Like it'll just be, it'll yeah. be done. You know what I mean? It won't you know be in I mean? the back of your mind anymore because it'll have already right. left there. <laughs> like you with Guardians, right? You're like, yeah, cool. Another day in the office. See you later. You yeah, know? I didn't want to. I didn't want to like wait for that game. I needed to play it because it was already again back of my mind so i needed it to bring it to the front and then for it just to escape i couldn't have it sitting around back there for too long you know i, I get like that i think that i'm like that with there's already like a couple of games that are out right now that are sat back there of me being like this is annoying this is like right, while i can right. afford these games i'd rather not just spend like 140 quid on three games right now so i'm just gonna wait you know yeah 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 i'll just wait until i until i spend about 90 instead <laughs> oh god alright fine I'll wait a year oh, just to save yeah. 50 quid I guess fine it's like yeah, whatever it's but it. it's worth it yeah it will be hopefully so Jay so the game I played here we go uh, so what happened was uh, I got COVID last week oh yeah I actually forgot about that time. yeah you did are you feeling better now you obviously must yeah, be yeah all good thank you mate all good would you all say good. that you're uh, feeling any long term effects Yes. Which are? Haziness of the mind. Oh, really? What, sort of like foggy? Yeah, slight, very minor, minor fog, but also uh, confusion in my cognitive capability. Wow, that's kind of worrying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It is, isn't it? Well, I'll it's actually like, talk to you about what? that after the pod, but yeah, sure. And, um, yeah, it's not, because, yeah, anyway... Apart from that, all good. I uh, so basically, I tested positive. I, I funnily enough, that day, I felt fine in the morning. And by twelve yeah. o'clock, I was like, something's wrong with me. See, that freaks me out because, like, like, can you imagine, like, yeah. feeling fine, and all of a sudden, you're just like, oh god. Like, I hate I knew that. that. And I knew it wasn't just I was tired, I had a cold, because I have never been, like, in the last few years, I've never been like, oh, I'm absolutely fine in the morning, and then I get to lunch, and I'm like, oh, I feel dreadful. Yeah, it's always been a long game, right, rather than, like, a coming in on quick. Yeah, it's always been a long game, yeah. So, um, So, anyway, tested positive, and then I was off for a few days, 
Um, Bonus, play et cetera, games. Et <laughs> <laughs> um, but what happened was, uh, no, actually, funnily enough, I think the game came out um, after I went back to work. Um, but Tunic J. Oh, yeah, maybe you talk about this. Okay. So, for those who don't know, uh, basically, it's this indie game uh, where you play a. F- it's a z- <laughs> my not their words, not mine. A Zelda-like Souls-like oh, game where you right, play an isometric okay. uh, f- fox, uh, and you basically, you know, you got to do the standard stuff. It's it's an indie video game. Um, so I thought it looked interesting at E3 and stuff, right? Apparently, it's been showing for the last four or five years, and so it's finally come out, right? Jay? Oh, okay. Um, and it came to day one Game Pass, and I was like, I'll try it out. You like open mind since our conversation, right? The yeah. big, the big convo. We need to name that or something. I think this is like exactly big what Man. Game Pass was for. Was the people to look at a game and go, I'll try it out, rather than look at a game and go, that costs like thirty quid? No. <laughs> like that's, I think that's exactly what. Like you've literally just proven the point as to why Game Pass exists and why it's so good for so many game developers. Yeah, it's insane. And I think this game is thirty quid as well. I think there you so go. Like, Spot on. At least twenty. So yeah, exactly. So, so um, in short, Jay, um, the Big Bang Convo has has proven itself worthy once again because I ended up really, really, really liking this game. The Big Bang Convo. What do you mean? This is the the you know the ratio of story to gameplay. Okay, is that, that, we're we're, we're naming it the Big Bang Combo, as in the beginning of time, as we know it, right? Space time. Space time. time, time, time. Okay, the Big yeah, Bang Combo. Okay, that's good. Big I like Bang that. Combo. Okay. Um, so what's the ratio, and, my guy? <laughs> oh, dude, what is the ratio? Yeah. Dude, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it too much for you in that, and obviously for the listeners, right? Um, but basically. It's difficult to say, Jay, because I would say it is probably 60, 70 gameplay here yeah. because it does have that difficulty sort of boss spike, which I, I did enjoy, um, a bit like Hades, in fact. Um, and I did enjoy, you know, not having loads and loads of health, right? Because you just respect the enemies a bit more. However, um, the, the way the game works, Jay, is uh-huh. that you basically find pages in the game and it's an instruction booklet like a gaming manual. But it's uh, some of it's written in a different language, so you actually have to figure out almost everything to do with the game by looking at this manual, and it was very nostalgic in that sense because it genuinely felt like an old PS One game yeah. where you like discovered a button after playing it for three hours, uh, and it was this the the uh, the process of discovery was incredible. Okay. So again, I don't want to spoil it, but like there'd be things that you didn't even know you could do until the manual said you could do it, oh, and you'd okay. be like, "That is genius, absolutely genius." So you might see something in the world and be like, "I, I know it's important, but I don't know how." You know what I mean? Okay. And then you'll find yeah, a yeah. page in the manual, and it'll basically be like, "Look at this, and look at this, and see if you can figure out this." And um, that does sound so very respect- PlayStation One. <laughs> I suppose it is. Yeah, I suppose yeah. it is. And um, in that sense, I was intrigued by the story because I never, I, you know, you're trying to pick up fragments, a bit like Dark Souls, you're trying to pick up fragments of what actually has happened here. Um, and you get a rough idea, and it's not like a revolutionary story or anything, but it is, you know, it's quite cool. Um, but yeah, mate, I, I, I've, I've actually got all the achievements for it. A thousand G. I think I've played it for 25 hours over... I was going to say, yeah, what was the time? Yeah. 
25 hours with well, that's everything. pretty good i guess you didn't quite get the money's worth if it's like a 30 quid game but i guess if it's more like 25 quid game than you did i don't know whatever well to be fair jay the last hour and a half of that so basically what happened was i got all the collectibles okay so warning for everyone who's going to do this game and complete it like me okay Defeat the last boss before you get all the collectibles. Oh. Otherwise, you'll have to go through all of... As far as I'm away, you'll have to go through all of New Game Plus and get to the last boss again and fight it again. Okay? Right, okay. So, That's one of those things. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think there's a way around it, Jay, and I'm not going to lie to you. I was pretty disappointed about that. Aside from that, it's really cool, mate. Like, music's cool. Gameplay's cool. The game... Like, it's just cool, man. I, dude, I tell you what, actually, Jay... When I was playing it, I couldn't stop playing it. I played it for like, I played it. it those twenty four out twenty five hours were over like four days. Okay. I could not stop playing this game. So about five hours a like day, really... roughly six hours right. a day. So, um, I think that's the biggest compliment I can give it, really. Okay, that's weird. I actually, I remember you talking about it very briefly, and then me looking at it on the store and being like, "Game doesn't like." I'm judging the book by the cover right now. It doesn't look that good. Yeah, sure. I'm actually trying to remind myself of like how it looked actually. So, like, yeah. describe exactly like what the the game actually like plays like so, in terms of like what's so the where do you start like how do you what do you have to do to get to the next level all this kind of stuff you know. So uh, you're a fox and okay. it's isometric, so it's kind of got like that corner view aspects. Oh it's wow! It's like a kind of cute three D cartoony type world. Oh yeah, I see. It's a bit like a Nintendo game. Um, it is a Zelda like in the sense. Oh, I remember seeing this at E three. I remember this yeah. now. Oh you get my three god! Three things to do the things to do the blah blah to do the blah blah. So you'll go like so you get a stick to begin with. You're on an island and then you go you start exploring. Yeah, I can see stick. why you enjoyed this actually. Like it, it looks kind of a lot like Hades in some respects in terms of like the visual style. Like it kind of has I like say so. Well, no, That's more of weird. like the um. Like the visual is obviously very different, but I mean, like it has a similar sort of like oh, the um, isometric thing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it's obviously very heavily inspired by Zelda, just by the outfit that the character is wearing. Right. Um, right. It also reminds me a bit of Fez. Do you remember Fez? Hundred percent, dude. Three sixty days. Yeah, that's kind of. It reminds 100%. me of that. It reminds me a lot of Fez and like Bastion as well. Hundred percent. Very similar. Okay. Yeah, I can see um, why you would play this game. It also Jay, has like a very he's... like almost risk of rainy type feel to it as well, and a bit like that. Uh, is it Titan Souls? Is another game that's very similar. Hunt, yep. So they made Death Store, which I spoke to you about, Jay. This has got major Death Store vibe. Yeah. Major, major, major Death Store okay. vibe, like hundred ten percent. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing this game. Huh. So, um, what's weird, Jay, is that apparently I adore. Zelda likes like Death Store and Tunic, and I don't. Oh, like you'd Zelda. love, you would love Pokemon Arceus. Tell you that right now. Okay. Okay. Very Zelda like. <laughs> oh, but, but not necessarily like more. I would say actually more old school Zelda than new Zelda. And obviously, and all, you'd probably like Genshin Impact too. That's very similar. Fair. I feel like get like the Zelda like games have become like the new zombie games. They're just there everywhere now. To be fair, yeah. If it's a, well, again, like as I say, Jay, these are more old school Zelda. Yeah, but yeah. This, the, but but since Breath of the Wild, you, you're so right. I know like, what you mean. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot of Breath of the Wild clones, and there's also a lot of like older Zelda clones too. 
There's yeah, definitely yeah, a bit yeah. of both. I feel like the older Zelda clones are coming in more the indie mobile games. Yeah. And then um, the Zelda likes are coming sort of console and mobile games. There's a lot of mobile games coming out at the minute that are just all like either Genshin clones or Zelda Breath of the Wild clones. And I don't I don't mind it because it's just sort of like I wish we could probably make a comparison again to like the fast food type games and then like making games that are similar to a really popular game but they're not they're either as good or not as good or they're never usually better like i felt like we had that with um pubg and fortnite and that kind of era of like battle royale games like everyone was making battle royale games for like three right. or four years and i feel like right. it's been a while since one's come out other than like first soldier i guess but agrees i feel like Agreed. the zelda like games are now the new battle royale type meta you know it's like the gaming industry meta and the reason I think the reason why they all come out at once is probably they probably all had very similar uh, marketing groups that went round to all these right. game developers. Probably the same guy went around and went, should probably make a, a Zelda like game, Zelda like game, Zelda like game, uh, Battle Royale, Battle Royale. You know this Battle Royale thing is going to be popular in like four or five years. That's probably what this one guy just went around like influencing the whole industry. It's kind of like, okay, fine, <laughs> yeah, like fucking Waluigi just like. Eh. That's what happened. Like, it's Nintendo. Damn you, Nintendo! Oh, God. It's Nintendo's fault. It's always oh, their fault. God. Um, so that's it, Jay. I don't yeah, man. Too much. Um, you're enjoying your indie games. You're going through a bit of an indie game phase. I feel like you've always been the kind, the kind of like indie game guy. It's just like part of your thing. I feel like you've always, not always, but like you've definitely fairly recently just sort of like become. Like, to be fair. Do, like Hollow Knight I and do, all that kind of stuff, right? You like Hollow Knight? Yeah, I've given up on Hollow Knight, you know, because I just when I after I played Tunic in Death Store, I was like, I just don't like Hollow Knight. Child's Light is that what it was called? Child, love Child, Child of Light. Child of Light, yeah, again, Child like you, I don't know what it is oh with you God. and all these indie games, man. You're obsessed. It's just good, bro. Just I don't good. know. It's really hard for me to get into those style of indie games. I never well, want to sit down for longer than half an hour playing those kind of things. I, I, like I find it really. I, I like them because they are only eight to ten hours long, or whatever you know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I can try, but I, I struggle with those. I don't know. I feel like I need a bit more sustenance, I guess. Game. Yeah, a bit yeah. more, a bit more meat going on. It's funny you say that, dude, because like I almost never see anyone play indie games on my friends list, and I've only got like five people on there. But yeah, I never see people play indie games. <sighs> I feel like I follow. I have friends with people who play every game, so I just always see anything. <laughs> That's so exciting. I think I've got a couple of guys on there with like such a high game score. I'm like, you, you must have played every release for the last like decade. Oh my god! You know, god. it's kind of like, oh Jesus Christ. Okay, fine. Yeah. Ridiculous. All right, Jay. Um, do you mind if we can move to wrap up the show? Sure. Um, I think I would like to start, if it's all right with you, with some Pixel Perfect, and then we'll go to uh, oh, hang on, okay. Getty's review. I think I need to so, go to the other thing. Yeah. Right, guys. So without further ado, Online. Pixel Perfect. Hang on. Me and my production there. team have picked some random game cover arts. We've pixelated them, and Jay's got to guess them. He's got three <laughs> games. There is a theme for these games. God damn it! I really wish you'd give me a clue about the theme because that would help. It, so without let me just cover that actually I can't cover that you'll have to ignore that bottom one Jay for the time being that's, I that's can't even not... see it it's just like a blob <laughs> so without further ado by the way we do try and make it as audio as possible so without further ado Jay any thoughts on this cover? this is this is the first one this is we're playing on hard difficulty right now yeah we are I James feel like the really larger the box the harder it is 
Okay, I'm kind of. This is what I'm envisioning. Oh, really? You want me to minimize the box? I can do. No, no, no. I, I what I said was the the larger the blocks, or like the pixels, the harder oh, it is. The blocks. Yes. Um. So all I'm seeing currently, the top right part of the uh image seems almost like a sky. I guess. Uh -huh, Definitely like uh -huh. a bluey and grey type thing going on. The bottom yeah. left is almost like a pinky white type thing, almost like a tongue maybe is kind of what I'm going for, but I feel like uh, tongues okay. are sort of more depicted as more red in sort of like games, so we'll go with that. So I'm not really sure what else could be pink that's in this sort of like thing. And then I'm also getting like a like a sort of like a like a like a beigey sort of orangey sandy color. In the top left, which almost all almost always reminds me of Ratchet and Clank. Like I feel that's just what the color of Ratchet. <laughs> that's just what he is. So and then bottom right is just like black and brown. So I'm, it almost looks like a bug, but I'm not even really sure. My advice here would be to perhaps pay attention to the top left and oh, bottom right. Great. I want to say that the top left almost looks like there's an eye as well. It looks like a nose and an eye and a face. Okay. The only other detail I can see is that there's a black strip at the top, which almost makes me think that that's probably part of the game cover, or like the the sort of like. I believe thing, that's the platform. Yeah, exactly. What what sort of platform it's on? But I don't know what other than PlayStation. PlayStation is the only one that I remember having black as like a platform strip. Mm -hmm. I feel like it has to be a PlayStation game. I'm gonna. This is, I'm probably gonna be like way off here, but I'm. I'm gonna probably have to guess one of the Ratchet and Clanks, even though I know it's not right. I feel like I've done that a lot. I might even like guess Tiger Tasmanian Tiger, just because I feel like no, but I know that's like more. I do, there's red can, in there can, somewhere. Don't you don't have to. If you don't think you know it, it's all good. We can just, you know, we can just. You don't have to guess a game you know is wrong. I'm not gonna torture you. You know what I mean. Yeah, I think I'm. I mean, I would like to, to at least day. guess, just so it's like three, two. I'll go one of the Ratchet one. and Clanks, if not Tide to the main Tiger. I'm going to go either of those. Unfortunately, <laughs> that are incorrect. Jay. <laughs> Probably is. I'm going to be so pissed when I see this. The classic that is not Final Fantasy X, but Final Fantasy X two. Oh, that's that's an alternate cover. Can I just point out? I don't think it is. I right? think that's the original cover rather than the more modern cover. I think I'm more used to seeing the modern cover. Understood. Understood. That's probably why. I Next would have never have got that, but wow. Oh, okay. Fair dues, fair dues, fair dues. Actually, you Next. know what? I think the only cover I've seen is the plain white background with just the title. Like, oh, it literally is just white covers. with the black title. That's all I've seen. Love so, it. yeah, that's what I'm used to. Love but, it. yeah, okay. Oh, Next my God. Up. This is a little bit easier just so that because the blocks or the pixels are slightly smaller. Oh wow, do you know what I'm this seeing? Is a hard one. I'm seeing a blue bird with a very skinny mm. head, giant black eyes and like a beak. And like a really long sort of like plumage on its head. I kinda see that. I kinda see that. And then either side of it is just like a sandy landscape. That's literally all I see. And I don't know what game has a blue. Platform? Can you try and see platform? Oh, DS. Okay. Or Game Boy? Okay. Damn. A theme of, of Final Fantasy, huh? Potentially. 
what Final Fantasy game came out on <laughs> DS or Game Boy? It might not even You're be Final right Fantasy. Line. It might even just be like You're RPG, right but. Damn it! I actually might guess uh, this might just be RPG, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna guess it's one of the Dragon Quests. Okay. okay. I couldn't tell you which one. Probably like seven or eight. I know it's wrong, but that's what I'm gonna. It's that's what great, my guess is gonna be. Listen, it, it's a great guess, and I love the logic. It's not right. Of course, it isn't. Logic. Okay, so you are looking at this is really hard. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> you are looking at Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah, bastard. That's like probably one of the most obscure Final Fantasy games of all time. I actually forgot that existed. Sure. Jesus so Christ. Until L like, I feel like the Nintendo DS Final Fantasy days were a dark time for a lot of people. Very well, they, dark they time. They ported a lot of the originals to DS, I think. Right, uh, well, I mean, you can play most of the originals on, on, on iOS now as well. So. Right, right. They cost a lot of money. I'm They're like 30 quid game, each. Yeah. It's insane. I'm gonna look at this game later because I don't know whether it's a like a DS remake of Final Fantasy XII or if it's a brand new game. I honestly. Don't I think know. it was just like a side story. It's almost like DLC. Oh, it's a real-time tactical role-playing. Game. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it looks horrible. Yeah, it's not gonna be good if it's on original Nintendo DS, is it? <laughs> All right, last up, Jay. Last up for this week. Okay. I think you'll get oh one. no! Oh, I know what this is. <laughs> ah, he's got it. He's Although got it. maybe I don't, because if it's a Final Fantasy um, thing, I have no idea what it is. What do you see, Jay? I think this. Which one's first? My first thought was was Singularity. Okay. You know, you know okay. what I'm on. You know what I'm on about. Yeah, I know. What so you're the Singularity about. cover is basically just a black cover with a guy that is sort of at an angle like this. With like an orange watch type thing on. That's exactly what this looks like, but flipped. Just like a black background with a guy with like an orange glow coming off his arm. That's exactly what it looks like. But if this is Final Fantasy, then this is this might even be the newest Final Fantasy that isn't even out yet. This might be like some sort of concept art. This game is out, and this oh, okay. game is well known, and this game you will know. <sighs> Damn it. I mean, what's the theme, Jay? Final Fantasy, I imagine. Okay. I imagine. Well, it's not obscure Dark Final Fantasy. Red cover. Oh, you bastard! <laughs> is it? Um, I can't remember. I can't remember the name of it. It's the Valentine thing, right? So is it? Is it Cerberus or whatever? What's the name, Jay? The Dirge of Cerberus. He's got it, ladies and gentlemen. He's got it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, you knew that. I you did, but that. that wasn't red enough for me. That was just all orange. I didn't see anything oh, red. Oh, give over. There you go. I think had the pixels Boom. been slightly smaller and there was a bit more red, I might have got it a bit quicker. But yes, I, right. Dirge of Cerberus, again. Probably, I, I actually think I prefer Dirge of Cerberus over like, the original Final Fantasy VII game. Just because it plays, like, cause just because it plays better, it plays better. Jay, we're gonna get killed. We are. Yeah. We're gonna tell them my door. And they go. Are you? Well, no, but have you like a PS One game versus a PS Two game? It's just different, man. It is different. Dojo Cerberus was like another level, and plus, Valentine is like one of my favorite Final Fantasy characters of all time. So, no probably not play. above Cloud, but still, you know. Did you see Maximilian do play uh, play Dojo Cerberus? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like anything Max has done for Final Fantasy, I've watched, so... Yeah, fair dues. He's the man. I think Are Max like is genuinely my, my, like, my like gaming hero at this point. Does, hmm? he, does he play much of the other Final Fantasies in general? You know, like 15, whatever, whatever. You know like, what? I don't think he's played 15 or 14. Wow. I don't even know if he's played 13. 
I think he's more of a an old school Final Fantasy yeah. guy. I feel like yeah, he, there's like a, there's like a line between Final Fantasy, um, like nine and and like ten. There's like there's like a line. I feel like he, he doesn't go yeah, he doesn't go past one, the PSP. nine. Yeah, I feel like he sort of doesn't doesn't really cross that line. I could be wrong, but maybe he played it in his in his spare time. I'm not sure. I might have looked that. Alright, Joe. Please take us back to the home screen, mm. and we shall finish with some guess who's review, Jay. So, for those who haven't played before, uh, guess who's review. Jay's picked a random game review from a random gaming media outlet of a random game, and I've got to guess it based on the quotes of the review. I can't Jay's remember turn, if I've done this one or not, moment. and I'm worried. Okay. So if I've Don't already worry, done this I'm one, really then I'm sorry because <laughs> I've had this on my list for a while and I just didn't never got around to it. So that's fine. Look, I'm really good at this game, so don't worry about it, Jay. <laughs> okay, give me a minute. I need I'm to... half joking, guys. Chill out. Right here we go. Okay, I'll start with this one just because you might not get it from this one. Okay. Um. British agents and devious black market weapons dealers. They are marked on the on-screen minimap with initials. Can you repeat that? I didn't, I didn't hear that first bit, mate. British agents and yeah. devious black market weapons dealers. They are marked on the on-screen minimap with initials. Now, I know what I think this game is, because if I heard that, I know what I would say, but the thing that throws me off is the British part of it, because I feel like the game that has a mini-map with initials on the map isn't British, right? So it can't be that, no? Am I throwing you for a loop? Am I debating the ever-loving shit out of you? I guess we're never now. <laughs> oh man, that's so good. Um, I'm having you, a lot. Sorry, did you I'm say, genuinely did you say, worried we've done this one. There we go. Did you say British and, and British agents and devious black market weapons dealers? They are marked on the on-screen minimap. With initials. You've really done me over here because I have because you know what we're both thinking. You know what we're both thinking. The second part of that quote is like, well, it's obviously that, but the first part is it can't (laughs) be that because it it makes the other part null and void. Okay. I I think this game is good. I think this is one of two games. Okay. I'm going to guess the first game. Well, okay. GTA Two. Wow, it is not GTA Two. I think had you just said blanket GTA, I probably would have, um, I don't know, potentially said something different. We'll see. Do you want the second quote? Yes, please. Okay. Which one do I go for? Yeah, we'll go with that one. And if you're spotted in a restricted area where most missions take place, the alarms will continue to go off no matter how many guards you kill. Very vague. This isn't GTA, is it? This isn't well, GTA. No, I don't think so. Oh, Christ! What game? Oh, you're an asshole. It's, it's annoying because once you know what it is, you're like, oh, damn it. Things, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure you've played this game. It's just, I think it's been a lot, I think you actually played this 
well, a lot more recently than I have, but much many years after it came out. Yeah. I remember love. <sighs> I still have this somewhere, but it's an amazing game. Uh, I'm getting stuck here, guys. Jay's put me in the Rockstar loop. I have oh, played really? LA Noir, so I'm really in trouble here if it's that. You've not played LA Noir? Are you whoa, 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 whoa. You've not played LA Noir? You know this. Oh my god. What What is life? I think at <laughs> one, one point, at one point one LA Noir was my number one game of all time. At one point. Not anymore. Final Fantasy is way oh, yeah. above that. No, you said that on the show. You have yeah, said that on the show. Definitely. It's it's changed since then. But again, like I say, it changes a lot. So. Jay, the game is bully. The game is not bully. Oh, but that is an amazing man. guess. It's <sighs> <laughs> a good guess. I mean, it's a good guess in the in the sense that yes, that applies to that game. But it's not the game we're thinking of right now. Do you know what's annoying, Jay, is that I feel like I've gotten a lot of games on first or second guess. You have. I think this might be the first time. This might be the. This might be the first time you've not got it on the first or second try, like ever. Nah, no, I think we've gone third before, right? Okay, okay. Do you want the last one? I can't remember. Sure. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm actually a bit worried you won't get it from this, but you should. If you don't get it from this, then I'm worried about you. Honestly. <laughs> okay. A hard drinking womanizer with a past who has fled his native Ireland to trick to try his luck at a race car driving in Grand Paris. Now that genuinely is all you ever need to know about this game because that is basically the main premise of the game. Main character drinks a lot, womanizer from Ireland is in a race in Paris. Like that's literally the entire game. <laughs> I'm genuinely giving you what the game is right now, and you don't know what it is. It annoys the hell out of me. Do you know what Jay? 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 <laughs> I have a far, I have a lasting, lasting guess of what this game is. I, I, I honestly, if you don't get this, I'm gonna be so. Pissed. I had the slightest hint that it might be this game. The slightest hint. Yeah. What was that you hint? No, I've played this game fairly recently yeah i think it was I recently destroyed this game on the podcast because it's terrible it doesn't hold up well. it doesn't hold up well no but so, I, 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 it is a good game still i'm gonna please get it right please get it right i mean i've been confident in these last two jay i've only played this game for like two hours so oh really i okay. think it's the saboteur it is the saboteur <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh. point for nick Wow, that's he's now a great, currently that ahead. A great guess. That was a that was good a one. Huh? Sorry, there's a great round. A great round. I'm glad you got it on that last oh, one, because man, if you didn't get it from that, then I don't. I, there's no hope for you. Well, to be fair, if you haven't played that game, I don't think you would have. You would get. That, oh no, fair. definitely not. I think you definitely could have got it from the second one, maybe not the first one. Yeah. You'd have to have played it a lot to get it from the first one. Because I get again yeah, I that initial so. thing. The my thing would be like, yeah, that's obviously GTA. It's the only game in existence that I know has that mechanic but no yeah. it's one it is one of two games that has that mechanic <laughs> oh man so, yeah. fair play that's fair i play. actually really enjoyed that one i'm, I'm glad it took you yeah, I, I like watching you squirm <laughs> <laughs> squeal, peasant. 
squirm. Oh, all right, Jay. Right, well, look, we're going to have to shoot because we've got, like, a game to play. Uh, well, you have. You You've say? got to really go for well. a nap and then get back up at midnight to play a game. You, de you absolute degenerate. <laughs> the degeneracy <laughs> of this boy... Oh, by the way, Jake, can we just give a shout out to the bit in Bruce Almighty where he makes Steve Corral does the thing on the news channel because it's funny every single Do you know what's funny? Time. It's weird that you bring that back up. I literally had this thought like about a week ago of like, I really want to watch Bruce Almighty again. It's been, it's been like a good six or seven years, maybe even longer yeah. than that. Great it's one of those fun. movies that I've genuinely, I think I've probably watched close to 200 times and it, it got to the point where I hate, I hated the movie for a long time. Yeah. Just because I watched it, watch I anymore, watched it too right? much. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, but I think um, it's been long enough now. Where I actually probably would enjoy it again. What about forty-year-old virgin? Thoughts on that? Yeah, no. It was good. At, it was good for like. It was good during the time when American Pie was fun for me to watch. Dude, I think forty-year-old virgin holds up okay. You know, yeah. I, I I still enjoy it. I it's tough. Enjoy, I still really enjoy it. Actually, I still think the last half an hour of that movie is probably the most adult part of the movie, just in terms of like. Oh yeah. Not adult sure. in terms of sexual, but adult in terms of like just real life crap. I'm like, oh wow, that's like that's real. That's like way too real. <laughs> it's okay, fine. <laughs> so real, so weird. All right, oh, Jay, let's uh, let's let's go away. It's annoying um, to me that you're going to play Tiny Tina before me, but I will definitely get ahead of you. Which I'm not. It's not. It's obviously not a competition. I'm not saying this to like jab at you at any point. I'm just saying that. I love that we even get to experience this together, you know? At the same time, roughly. Yeah, time. I, it's so nice for us to do Borderlands just yeah. together, you know? At the, roughly the same time. Because I feel like we did... I can't even remember if we did Borderlands 3 at roughly the same time. I can't remember. Oh, well, I played it on launch, so I guess we did, but you're on yeah, PlayStation, maybe. I was on Xbox. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, yeah, oh, Are we... actually, Before we go, Jake, go on, sorry. No, you're good. Oh, that wasn't important. I was just going to ask, do you think Borderlands 3 writing was bad at the time? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I definitely spoke about this on the podcast. It definitely That's actually the one thing I'm a little bit worried about about Tiny Tina, is that the writing is going to be similar to Borderlands 3. Because it oh, definitely, okay. there was aspects of it where I was like, oh, you know. But I feel like the only good thing about Tiny Tina is um, her, her backstory is like kind of insanely good and is actually like really emotionally invested. If you're, if you're a Borderlands fan, Tiny Tina is like one of the most important characters in that game. Oh, hundred percent. Like yeah. for like alongside the fact that she is just like, like a massive fan of Roland. Like her and Roland were like so close. And then like, being a thirteen-year-old girl having to deal with the death of like your best friend is kind of like basically what that entire DLC is about. So, <laughs> and pretty much what this entire game is going to be about. So, It'll be interesting to see where they take that. Honestly, what they do. I mean, they already fleshed out so much in the DLC. So I'm interested to see how much they do in this. All right, Jay, let's boot you out. We'll see you yeah. all next week. There'll be a lot to talk about next week. Of, Holy yeah. crap, there'll be a lot to talk about. There's, uh, the shows will go out when they go out, guys. I, I'm Dude, doing take your best. time. You right. had COVID. Like, <laughs> you, we, we don't true. expect the world out of you. you know? That's true. I appreciate it. Nobody that. can expect that much out of someone who's been ill with that recently. So. That's true. Take your oh, time. Oh, actually, Jake, yeah, we should clarify. Um, I do think we're going to try and do a Wildland special because we're both playing it. So. Yeah, do we do it next week or do we do it separate to the podcast? Because I'm going to we'll be off, obviously, it. so we can do it separate from the podcast. We'll do we do it? it? Should we talk about it off air? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. I, I don't mind. Uh, I yeah, don't we'll mind. talk about it off. It'll be fine. 
right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Look forward to that, though, guys. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Peace. Peace.